Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're live at the ACC's Operation Basketball. Next up is another Hall of Famer. Jim Beheim of Syracuse joined us earlier. Mike Krzyzewski of Duke joins us later. And in between, Roy Williams of UNC. Coach, uh, thanks for calling me from Wrightsville Beach. It's even better to see you in person. How are you? Well, I think it's better calling you from Wrightsville Beach. <laughs> Seeing you in person yeah. is nice, Dave. But, hey, I was looking out over the ocean. Come Frankly, on. <laughs> I am definitely not as pretty as whatever you were looking and at in Wrightsville Beach. And you're not perturbed at all about me saying not that. Not at all. That's good. I am entirely on board with that. Uh, hey, you made headlines recently for, among other things, saying, I'm not personally familiar with this ugly underbelly of the mm-hmm. recruiting world, which I believe. Uh, and you also kind of, even you and Jim Beheim, Mike Krzyzewski, Sounded like you weren't sure how bad the problem was. Mm -hmm. I find that part harder to digest because Mm -hmm. I know a lot of coaches that I trust and like as much as I trust and like you who say it is a bad problem. Mm -hmm. Do do you have any sense? Are are you just sort of – some will say, hey, guys like Kay and Roy don't have to worry about it. They don't live in that world. Oh, yeah. Do do you – are you still in love with your industry while seeing – the ugly underbelly? No, and I'll answer several of those questions or insinuations there. I'm not in love with what is happening by any means. Somebody said that I was what I said was misinterpreted as being not lack of knowledge but also indifferent. I don't want to be indifferent towards it because I think it is a tremendous problem. But I also think, Dave, that we've had problems for a long time. I don't think – I'll put it this way. I don't think you can solve all of our problems. I think you can make some of them better. But we've had these problems forever, since 1906. I keep challenging everybody, and nobody yet has done it. Go look it up. That's the reason the NCAA was started, is because they were problems. And I think, and I shouldn't say this because I'm not positive, there were two schools that were trying to steal football players back and forth from each other by paying them. And President Roosevelt said, let's have some organization in charge of those. So if you want really some things to do late at night, oh, you're good. With yeah. Just Google it to see what happens. But... No, my, I hate that it was interpreted by some people as being indifferent because that's not what it was. It is a tremendous lack of knowledge. I'm being as truthful as I can possibly be. I've never had a parent ask me for anything. Never. Never. That's a categorical, that's never. a big statement. I've never had a parent ask me for anything. I had a relative one time say I could get somebody's board score changed, and I said, no, I can't, <laughs> and I'm not going to. You know, oh, you've got the power. No, I don't, and I'm not going to. Uh, But I've never had a parent ask me for anything. I've never asked a shoe company to help me recruit. I don't deal with agents at all. I try to help our players choose a good person in the worst profession that I I know of. Okay, and that's just who I am. I don't don't need anybody to agree or disagree. I know three or four of those guys that I really have a lot of trust in and think they do it the right way, but but I think it's a bad profession. Uh, To me, what has happened is something that we've got to look at very seriously. I hope we can help. I don't think we can fix it, and I've used this line for years. I don't think you can legislate morality and honesty. If there's so much money involved, there's so many perks of life involved. Uh, MBA, there's so much money involved. People are going to do things. But we have. We've had that since 1906. Yeah. And so for me, 
I'm not looking the other way. I do know some of those things go on. I think it's a tremendously small group, a tremendously small number. Oh, I really do. You think 90% of college basketball programs are doing things the right way? I mean, it's hard to put a number on it. Yeah, it's hard to put a number. But a lot of coaches describe it as worse than that. That's why it sounds. See, I just just don't see that. And, you know, I don't know a number to give. I'm glad you bailed me out on that because I don't know a number. But I, I know it's a majority. I know it's a huge majority. And, again, how do you put a number on that? Yeah. But I truly believe that. I mean, when I sit down and talk to Tony Bennett, I don't say, I wonder if he's cheating. No way. No okay. way. All right, I can – okay, Mark Few. Lon no way. Kru- Lon Kruger. Coach K. Fran no Dunphy. Way. Mike Krzyzewski. Yeah. You know, keep going. Uh, 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 to I'm me, afraid you're going to say a name that I have to disagree with you. So, so, <laughs> so stop, shut up. So stop right there. Roy Williams is joining us. Uh, the casual fan – Here's the negative headlines uh-huh. and, and gets upset. You know, yep. like you almost have to – we cover this league and this great game, and, and, you know, people ask if we have to shower at the end because it's a dirty industry or whatever. You sometimes describe yourself as corny. Yeah. I hope you never stop giving truthful answers, even mm. if they're corny. Yeah. Please, I will beg you. <laughs> if it's the truth and it's corny, tell us anyway. And that's what with, it is. With that in mind, remind us why you I – I know you well enough to know to the core of your being, you believe there is great, positive, beautiful meaning in being a coach, a mentor, the game, the educational, the, the mm-hmm. mentorship – even if we all agree there's a lot of warts, yeah. remind us of the corny upside that you think of at least time to time when you put your bed on your, your head on your pillow at night. Well, I would even change one thing you said, a lot of warts. We have warts. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't say a lot. I really do. But I believe in the coaching profession. I believe in my high school coach and what he did for me. I believe in that man telling me I could do some things that I could get out of a situation. Buddy Baldwin. Yeah, that I could do some things to help other kids. And I also believe Mike Krzyzewski had that. I also believe Mike Bray had that. I mean, you talk to them. You talk to Mike Bray. He talks about Morgan Wooten. Yeah. Okay, come on. We're not the only guys out there. So I do believe, and I'll say it this way again, we can't put a number on a huge majority of coaches that are like that. A lot of the reason is, and, and one reporter in our area said, well, you've only been at Kansas and North Carolina. Well, Kansas has been on probation before. North Carolina has been on probation before. Yeah. But those are two wonderful, wonderful places that so many good things are going on. I had a person in the NCAA that was on one of these, quote, committees to sit with me at a game at the Peach Jam. I said, sit right here, watch this game, excuse me, and tell me what you think is wrong with summer basketball. I mean, it's a great game, God Almighty. One kid scored five points in one second. I'm serious. He gets fouled, two-point game, two shots. He makes both of them, stole the inbounds, pass shot of three, and it goes in. Five points with one wow. second. Now, that was an exceptionally good yes. game. But the, the person that was on one of those committees said, I said, so tell me, what is wrong with this? He said, absolutely nothing. I said, but see, what is being portrayed is that summer basketball is bad. I see summer basketball is giving a tremendous amount of youngsters opportunities. It, summer basketball lets people be seen in one setting by a lot of coaches, and they'll say, oh, gosh. I mean, I had one guy said, you've really offered so-and-so a scholarship? And I said, yes. He said, he cannot play. I said, no, he can't play for you, but he can play for me, and this is in our league. Yeah. And so it's something that I do think they get tremendous opportunities. Are there some things bad? You're darn right they are, and we need to do as many things we can to get rid of those things. 
but whether it's Pollyanna or corny or whatever, yeah. uh, I, I'm not in those scenarios. And perhaps, well, I don't mind telling you this. I do know that some things go on out yeah. there. I was still stunned. You're talking about the FBI. Yeah. You're talking about money. You're talking about wiretaps. You're talking about shoe company and agents and coaches. I mean, that blew me away. Did I believe that somebody's going to say, hey, we need you to come here and, you know, that we could help you with this? Darn right, I think that does. But it's not a majority. I really believe it's not even a close to a majority. You have a lot of coaches jealous of your mix of proven returning veterans. Even, mm-hmm. holy cow, three senior starters. We yes. don't hear that often anymore. Cam Johnson, Luke May, and Kenny Williams. Plus, of course, you have some prep All-American types with Nasir Little and Kobe, Kobe White. And I know you throw Leaky Black in there as well. Is it possible after losing Joel Berry and Theo Pinson, as you look at things, can you be even better after mm-hmm. losing two of your favorites with that blend of talent, experience, and depth? I'll answer it at heart. Great question. Because I'm sitting there saying, God Almighty, you know, Theo and Joel, they did so many things. They took care of so many problems. Any adversity they took care of. Either Theo by talking people to death, (laughs) whom I love, you know, and saw the box scores, first NBA game the other night with the Nets. Uh, But Joel Berry, the toughness that he brought to our entire team. And so, yes, I believe it can happen, but it's going to be awfully difficult. His name is Roy Williams. I believe he is being pulled to the next stop in the car wash. <laughs> uh, thanks to UNC Steve Kirshner for passing that along. You know you just correctly w- used the word whom. Do you know who's smiling right now? Your My wife. Man- well, I don't know. <laughs> and Dean Smith. I don't yeah. know Wanda personally. English teacher, I knew high Coach, school English teacher. I knew Coach Smith very well. Yeah. He's smiling. Yeah, that's right. Coach David, Smith, thank you very Roy much. Roy Williams, how many people still use hu- whom correctly? You know, also further and farther, okay? Farther pertains to distance. distance. Further, we will discuss this further. I have a UNC journalism school to go coach. All right, Mike, I ask my players all the time, I said, how'd you play? And they said, played good. I said, no, you didn't. You played well. I'm teaching that particular class. (laughs) Uh, By the way, Tim Crothers. Oh, yeah, good, good guy. Guess who spoke the week before I was supposed to entertain Tim Crothers' class? (laughs) Was that my week? Roy! (laughs) Never follow Michael Jordan in a dunk contest. (laughs) Never follow Roy Williams in a speaking engagement. I'm sure you were better, David. (laughs) Thanks for for calling us from Wrightsville, and it's great to see you in person. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. That's UNC's Roy Williams. Another Hall of Famer stopped by. That's a true story. I get there, and Crothers says, oh, I forgot to tell you, Roy spoke here last week. Oh, great. All right, that's that's fantastic. These people have no idea <laughs> they have no idea who I am. He's a Hall of Famer, and now I've got to entertain a bunch of college students for like an hour. That's a ser- it was a serious class.